Welcome to Someone Nerdy Radio. We are your host. I am Snarf Chris. I'm Critter. Hello, Critter. Hey, what's hey, up, dude? Hey, buddy. How are things? How are things? Uh, you know. Hanging out. Hanging out. Doing cool stuff. Wasting time. Wasting time trying to figure out Audacity. Yeah, we just spent an hour to figure out how to record. It nah. seems like we just started doing this, and we've been doing this for a year and a half. And all it took was me to Google it after an hour of me trying to figure stuff out. Dude, was someone? it's to a point where if someone asks me, like, hey, can you do this? I just say yes, and then I just <laughs> Google it. I Google it. Because <laughs> if someone asked me, to like, hey, I need you to make an Excel spreadsheet to do this, I'm like, okay. Okay, I can figure that out. Well, I can. So I just go to Google, and it just tells you how to do everything. I've made some incredible uh, PowerPoint presentations because of Google. Well, you know I do, like, uh, website design building websites on the side sure. i don't i figure out how to google it and then i just figure out the code from there yeah because i don't know code but i can figure out somebody else's code so anyway go follow us on facebook twitter instagram go check out the other podcasts in the network uh future flicks with billy and nerds to the square circle that is a wrestling podcast and a movie review podcast uh, you can find all those podcasts and this podcast on somewhatnerdy.com. Whatever podcast app you are listening to this podcast on, good job. Number one, you already you, you did half of your job. Half the job. Uh, right. The next yeah. half of the job is to make sure you leave us a review on whatever podcast app you're using. Uh, five stars on iTunes, I'm pretty sure. Everything else is like thumbs up, hearts, kissy faces. Whatever it is. Whatever it is. Boners, whatever whatever, whatever podcast app you're using. Whatever podcast app you're using. I, I'm not going to judge. Uh, we're on all of them, I'm pretty sure. And if we're not on there, contact us and we'll make sure we get on there. The only thing we can't get on right now is Spotify because they've denied us to get on there like three times now. Why is that? I don't know. I don't know. I keep getting a negative email back from them so uh contact rejection from yeah yeah from college (laughs) nice uh so contact uh spotify if you want our podcast on spotify i think that would actually help so on this podcast we are going to be talking about in the nerd talk the net new netflix show not luke cage not uh iron fist because some Some (laughs) people haven't seen it yet some reason i haven't watched that yet i haven't even finished jessica jones so if you want to know why we haven't done reviews on there there's the reason but what i did watch was disenchanted and we're going to do a review of that and then Nerd Talk for some strange reason. So we're just going to go move forward with that. Yeah, let's not do the three shows that build into the universe. <laughs> we're going to do Disenchanted. Build into the universe. And I think our second episode ever was on a Netflix show, uh, Daredevil, like two yep. and a half years ago. Um, no, we're going to skip all that. We'll do that sometime down the road whenever I decide I'm going to watch the somewhat decent, okay marvel netflix shows that's basically turned it's turned into a chore to watch those shows man really yeah it really has i i'm not even done with um jessica jones i've got three episodes into that and i'm like yeah there's better things i can do there's there are some good shows on there because voltron the animated show is awesome there is no reason that show needs to be that good no it's a children's show and it's very it's like that god it's good man and and they really do it in an awesome way they release like Eight episodes. Yep. And you're, I'll, I'll burn through those. Uh, the Toys That Made Us, have you watched that yet? No. Man, that's an awesome documentary show. It's all <laughs> about the, it follows all the toy lines. I've never been more interested in Barbie in my whole entire life, but I watched a hour-long documentary about how that became to be. Super interested in it. I'm just not super interested in documentaries. Oh, see, I'm a big documentary guy. Yeah. So, yeah. So back to Voltron. <laughs> so what I like what they do is they release like a small amount of episodes, and then right when I burn through, I'm like, no! I'm almost out. And then they're going to just release another couple in a couple months. Mm-hmm. So I'm never waiting long. It's very nice. Just when I forget about it, they pop back up. And I'm like, oh, awesome. Voltron. Um, in a little bit, we're going to do our movie review for the podcast. And then after that, we'll do our news. But before that, 
What you been up to? We haven't been together in like a month and a half right now. Our schedule has been really off, and I'll, I'll talk about that in a little bit. Um, while the podcast has been kind of released sporadically for the past three weeks. Yep. Um, but what have you been up to? Um, I'm actually getting ready for a trip to Cabo. 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 I'm going to go swimming with sharks. Like, really, you're going to go swimming with swimming sharks? Swimming with sharks, yeah. yeah. It, but it's it's more like snorkeling mm. with sharks, and it's Mako's, so that'll be cool. I mean, so it's not like I'm just... Oh, it's not like a great shark. white. And... Well, no, great white. Because there are great whites around there. Oh, really? There's a big island near Cabo where so they So how do they keep the great whites away from where you're you swimming? I don't think you can keep great whites away. So why... Then you can't get in the water, You then. can get in the water. I'm super good. There's nothing... I. I don't want to put my my health in the hands of some guy that lives in Cabo that drinks probably every night with tourists to make sure I'm safe. I'm just not doing it. Look, man, I had a good I'm life. Not yeah. I had a good life. And I, I think about this. And I think about Futurama when this happened and the episode where um, pr- the professor wants to leave Earth because he's tired of people yeah, not believing yeah. in evolution. Yeah, and Fry yeah, yeah. gets taken up by that uh, pterodact- the metal pterodactyl. And he's like, what a cool way to die. I feel like I hope I have it in me if I'm getting eaten by a shark that I can say that. Nice. <laughs> this seems like a bad way to die. Because you're probably not going to die from the shark bite. You're probably going to drown before then. We'll see. <laughs> I don't want to see. No, I'd rather you not, that not happen to you, by the way. Well, look, I'm going swimming with sharks. I either die or I don't. I have 50-50 shot. So... <laughs> Uh, by the way, that's how I view everything. It's 50-50. 50-50. It doesn't matter. Don't, it could either happen or it doesn't. Exactly. Don't confuse me with logic and math that works. i rather just think it's 50-50. Other than that, how's uh, your other podcast, Watch Your Mouth Podcast? Uh-huh. Shout out. Uh, it's going well. You know. Shout still, out to Dan and uh, Ken. Still uh, still plugging away at it, doing a lot of charity stuff. The, this new charity we're with is a Hearing Health Foundation. They have interacted with us immediately. So actually, I want to talk to you about that. You know that about me. I'm like 98% deaf in one ear, and I have uh, tinnitus really, really bad. And this is exactly yeah, what yeah. they fight is is that. And they said it's mostly young people. Oh, a lot of young people have a lot of hearing problems. And tinnitus is a huge thing that a lot of people may not know they have, but it causes a lot of weird stuff in people. So with me... Uh, it is a, like, sometimes I'd rather be, I wish it was, I wish I was completely deaf other than having tinnitus. It drives me crazy sometimes where I have to actually play music. I have to play a fan when I sleep just so I can overcome and over over here. It's really nerve wracking all on top of obviously not being able to hear. So, well, you need to, you need to go check out their website, see what, what things you can actually do. It's hhf.org. Um, hearinghealthfoundation.org, whatever it is, you know, whichever one you decide you want to type out HHF, I'd recommend because it's three letters. And obviously, I have a link to the um, uh, Watch Your Mouth podcast in the show notes page. But yeah, that one kind of hit a little close whenever y'all started doing that. I think a, a chair, every charity we pick kind of hits close to somebody, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and that, which is why we kind of pick those. You know, we all our listenership for that one is all over the place. Like this one, I, I, I like because we have a certain. Um, listening ship that we expect where that one you don't know who you're gonna yeah hit. yeah yeah i mean it's it's everywhere uh, like on the listening field of what people are into and interested in and it just engages people at weird times like when we did big cat rescue billiam hit a billion button because he likes cats <laughs> and he was just like oh i'm donating to the kitties big kitties but kitties so he got new cats i don't know if you listen to a show all I the do. time like i do i do but it's, it's, it's a it's, it talks about his cats it's one of the the best podcasts i've ever heard and then and it's not just because we know Billiam. Billiam is 
extremely good to be able to do a podcast all by himself. By himself, dude. Like, I no, don't understand you know what? it. It pisses me off. Yeah, it does. It, 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 it aggravates does. me. It, it, I listened to the show. I was listening to it today. I was listening to the most recent one, and I'm sitting there just sitting, listening to him talk and agreeing with, like, his movie his movie th- views on stuff, except for Ghostbusters. Everything else is right on so, the same level. I think it's all three of us, just me, you, and him, have very similar taste in movies. Because I'll be like, oh, yeah, that sounds good, and then I'm like, eh. I mean, like a lot of times I'll be thinking or saying on my other show when in Dan's arcade, you know, I'll interrupt Dan and talk about this something, and then I'll hear Billiam say the same thing, and I'm just like, ah. But he says it's just a lot better, a lot smoother. Ah, uh, so. yeah, he's a little bit more articulate than we are here in the south. <laughs> so, uh, I would say I'd, we can blame it on alcohol, but he drinks too. So yeah, he drinks too. Yeah, so. so it's not that he's just better. So maybe you should look into like getting a radio job, man. Be a DJ in Los Angeles. And congratulations, I think he just moved, too, with his new wife. So, shout out to Billiam. Yeah, Bill way to go. his podcast. Um, what about you, Snapper Chris? What you been up to? I've been super busy. Super busy. Super busy. I guess I would explain the patches of... Uh, uh, no podcast coming right. out. Uh, mostly because you can go listen to my other podcasts and uh, hear more about it. But I went to Chicago recently for the largest independent wrestling show ever. Ever. By a lot. Like, I was, uh, at the beginning of the year, I went to the largest wrestling show at that time, which was 6,000 people. I went to the next largest one, which was two weekends ago, um, on September 1st, and it was 11,000 people. And uh, we drove to Chicago for that 14, 15 hours. Yeah, I don't think I'm ever doing that again. I love road trips, man. Look. I'm going to say all this because I know he doesn't listen to the podcast for one thing. <laughs> Nothing like safety like that, huh? So my co-host on There's a Square Circle, uh, if you don't listen to that, make sure you go listen to that if you're a wrestling fan. Uh, Sammy Kiss. I love the dude. Like He is one of my best friends. He's my co-host on the other show. I will never be stuck in a car with him for 15 hours ever again. It will just never happen. I don't care if he's my only... I'll, I'll hitchhike <laughs> before it happens again. Jeez. So some people just don't travel well together. And especially with him, he travels all over the country going to wrestling shows by himself with just him and his wife. So he's used to like things working his way. And you know me. I'm kind of a strong personality. And um, that does, it just doesn't work. And plus, I don't, dr- I don't travel well. I just don't. I don't. I'm not good in a car. I fall asleep super easy. Yeah, I Even don't. while I'm driving, just no. right out. <laughs> I drove. I drove half the trip there to Chicago, and then I decided on the way back. It wasn't my car, but I decided that I was driving all 15 hours back, and that was the only way I was going to be able to travel back. I hate driving, dude. I, I don't. I have no problem. Like uh, seriously, if I'm in the driver's seat, I'm completely fine. Nothing bothers me. But as soon as I'm not in the driver's seat, I am freaking out so i don't have that issue man i I've, i fall asleep in almost every moving thing this is like rocking a baby to sleep it's, huh? seriously <laughs> it's, it's weird i'll just like right out like i go to a chiropractor and they put me on this machine that pulls my spine apart mm-hmm. like they put this strap on me and then they have this other strap and it pulls my body apart yeah and i'm just because there's like a little bit of motion the only thing that i can equate to that i fall asleep during tattoos which is really weird. Like, it's very relaxing it's after a time. It's a very slow back scratch, huh? Yeah, kind of. Sometimes, sometimes. Sometimes it sucks. But so, uh, I have a, uh, most of a sleeve done. And I fell asleep during a good percentage of my arm done. So. Do you ever have one of those night shakes? And you, <laughs> <laughs> it's just, you have this line going <laughs> right up your arm. 
Um, but the wrestling show we went to, we went to All In in Chicago. Uh, we have a full review for the past two weeks on Nurse of the Square Circle if you want to hear more about that. But the only thing I can talk about on this show that's not going to bore every single person that's listening to this oh, that isn't you. into wrestling. <laughs> um, and when I say I watched with David Arquette, I watched not next to David Arquette. I watched All In with David Arquette, the actor. Scream actor. The scream actor. He's great. He's awesome. Um, he ended up sitting right behind me. Did and you guys talk about Ready to Rumble? You know, we did kind of, not like we didn't. So I saw he was wearing his own shirt though. His own guy. shirt, yeah, yeah, he is. Uh, I brought one off of the website <laughs> right after when I got home. I was like, I have to. Have it's it. a cool looking shirt because it it's cool his shirt. face that says "Wrestling's not fake." <laughs> Uh, so yeah, David Arquette sit right behind us, uh, and I wasn't gonna bother him, but you know me, like I, I talk a lot, even to perfectly good strangers, and I'm I'm trying to promote the podcast with other people that are around us. And um, at one time or another, he goes, "I think you're the only dude talking to me." I'm like, well, "That's just the way I am." So uh, yeah, it was really cool. Got to watch. The, I hung out with him for like six hours, just watching a wrestling show. It was a very surreal moment in my life. That is cool. That is you know? cool. Uh, John Mayer was sitting right across from us, playing on his phone Sound the whole entire time. Literally, some dude almost fell on his lap, and he barely looked up from his phone. Well, and, he, he he was probably he was probably like talking to some chicks. It's John Mayer, man. Well, the uh, the whole crowd started singing to him at one time or another. It was uh, it's just before the show started, and it was like John, John, your body's a, bo- a wonderland. John, John, your body's a wonderland, <laughs> which was just awesome. Uh, Eddie Vedder was sitting across from us, which was kind of cool. Eddie Vedder was yeah, there? Yeah, there was a lot of famous people there. Like, we were – and that's the whole other thing, too, is, like, uh, we weren't only at the show. We were on camera for the show the whole entire time. So if you watch the show, I'm the guy with the pink hair that they zoom in on, like, five times. <laughs> so go, look at this. Oh, look at this guy. <laughs> Well, awesome it's like every time I'm losing my mind about something and just like overreacting to something because something really cool was happening. They're like, oh, look at that moron. <laughs> so I'm definitely zooming on him. And then we also had uh, Nurses Square Circle and uh, SomewhatNerdy.com signs that we were holding up, which got on camera the whole entire time. So if you heard this podcast from Faltzinus on All In, welcome to the show. Yeah, welcome. I, I was not there. Uh, Critter doesn't like wrestling. I t- <laughs> he hates wrestling. He finds it stupid. That, that is, these are not words I have said. I said that is not for me. I've never said it was stupid. I've never said those words. Hmm. First of all, I really like wrestlers as actors. I mean... <laughs> Wrestling well, is acting. I yeah. know, and they get so great. I mean, The Rock is amazing, and like I've discussed this with many people, he should run for president. Isn't he talking about like running to run for something? Well, I, if he does, he better get Terry Crews as his uh, vice president. I'd be cool with that. Oh, it, 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 Macho. What was his name when he ran? He Camacho. Was, there you go. <laughs> uh, nice. Anyway, uh, Chicago was awesome. I ate uh, deep dish pizza. Never had it. Yeah, it was delicious. It was the best pizza I've ever had. It's, bit, it's technically not pizza, and I'll probably argue with somebody from Chicago about it. It's like lasagna. It sounds like lasagna. But it has it has pizza crust on it, like around it. I'd still eat it. I'm just. Oh no, it's good. And I would never argue with somebody. It's not pizza. It's like arguing that boneless, boneless, uh, wings. boneless wings is yeah chicken nuggets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, technically, technically it's it chicken is. nuggets, but technically a banana's a berry. So I mean, how weird do you want to get with stuff? <laughs> um, the deep dish pizza we had. I can't remember the name of the restaurant, but it was a it was a chain of restaurants in Chicago. Uh, and a, a pretty well known. It was kind of more high class than I thought it was going to be, and it was almost forty dollars for a large pizza. 
super worth it. We ate it for like three days, yeah. so it was worth it. At forty dollars, that's nothing. Spent that no problem at a restaurant. Uh, but that was it. That's a lot. So go check out there's the Square Circle podcast. You want to hear more about our adventures to Chicago? Uh, we do break it down for the past two. Um, Did you see the bean? Did you go see the bean? We, you know, we drove right through like downtown. Right through the bean. Right through downtown Chicago, and I only saw the Sears Tower. I think it's still called the Sears Tower once, and it's right when we got into the city. And we were at the Sears Center, which is on the other. It's like on the outskirts of Chicago and one of the suburbs. So we never had to go like downtown uh, Chicago or anything like that. So it worked out. Which I've been to Chicago multiple times. This is not my first. I didn't need to see any, see the city at but all. How come we didn't eat pizza before? I know. Isn't that weird? It's super weird. Yeah, yeah. I have walked through. I feel like that'd be the first thing they're like, "Hey, welcome to Chicago. What do you want to do? I've taken the pizza. train rides to Chicago quite a few times. Got off the train and got onto a another tram that brings you to uh, Wisconsin because I stayed in Wisconsin for a few times, and I never gotten the pizza in Chicago ever, ever. Just, yeah, I know, and it doesn't make any sense. No sense. I know. I know. All right. Well, now that we got your Chicago trip kind of out of the way, I, the David Arquette thing is really cool. Um, um, I'm glad he's cool. He is. He's awesome. He really I'm is. I'm glad so. he's cool because in Scream, he's awesome. It was co- one of those weird cherries on the cake, you know? Like, I was already having a good weekend. The event was awesome. And then I got to watch it was David Arquette. So, it was cool. All right. What so, are we doing next? We are going to talk about the bad movie? What what, what what did we decide to call it? I don't know. B- didn't Billiam suggest something? God, why do we not remember? We crap? probably should remember this before we start recording, so we're not like, ah, oh, you know, it's one of those things Seriously, that we Seriously, I think that happened. It was like a Flick Follies or something like that? or. So yeah, the, the segment that we don't really have a name for yet, even after a year of doing this, and after a year of me and Critter probably naming this thing uh, personal life, naming it like we, three we, times. We need to, when we name it, we should screen cap it or something because that's what happened. We talk about this naming a segment and then we can't remember. We, what we, we named chat it. too much, man. That's that the problem. That's one of the problems. Because we just send too Next much. Next time I'm tweeting it and then it's there. There you go. All right. So if you see a random tweet for like just some boom, random section, you're going to have to go that's back. You're going to have to go back and look through our chat. Anyway, so this it was Prayer of the Roller Boys. It was a movie I picked. It was a Corey Hayne 1990 movie. Yeah, and it's called Prayer of the Roller Boys. Right. So my roller boy now? Not quite. As you can tell by that awesome trailer, I'm going to start this way. This movie is not good. You know what? Why don't you, why don't you tell us how you really feel about it? 
This movie's not good. But I super enjoyed this movie. It's because it worked like a movie. It was a movie. It was a, it was an actual put together it was, movie. It was yeah, a yeah. movie. It had a beginning, middle, end. It had a like a protagonist, antagonist. It had a clear, developed storyline. It just was really bad acting, almost all across the board, except the guy who played Lucifer in Supernatural, who was who played awesome. Bango, a bit part. And I and I, I watched it on YouTube, and it was such a small version. Yeah, it yeah, was yeah. really bad quality. You could barely tell it was him. I could barely tell it was him, but I'm like, this guy. It's pretty good. I'm like, he looks kind of familiar. So the the plot of the movie is this post-apocalyptic world, uh, USA, uh, where there's this gang of roller boys, as they're called, that are kind of leading this one town in USA, and there's only a certain amount of towns left. Left. Apparently there's like dead zones, there's an apocalypse of, of nuclear winters and things like that, and they moved a lot of the stuff that was making money to other places, and it was interesting. Overseas, Overseas like Japan and, and stuff like that. And people were leaving America to sneak into Mexico to work, and yeah, Mexico yeah. was <laughs> kicking them out, which I found kind of funny. This was in 1990, yeah, yeah, yeah. so I, I just found that kind of funny. And then uh, Corey Helms' character is um, trying to make money he ends up kind of knowing the leader of these roller boys and he gets kind of recruited from the local police to try to crack the gang and gary lee is this friend that kind of leads this gang and it's kind of they try to indoctrinate these kids from very young by giving them comic books and food and stuff like that and it's all about this gang that uses roller skates and, and sells drugs and sells drugs that they're not allowed to use because subplot it makes you sterile. So there you go. That's basically the plot of the movie. That all being said, at no point, and I'm this is rare because I can't say it about this any movie that we've ever watched on the show so far. Was I bored with this movie, or did I not want to watch the? This has never happened before, and mostly because I I told you I've seen this movie when I was young. I didn't remember how many times I've seen when I was young. Right. I was a lot about this movie when I was young. I've seen this a lot because like a cousin of mine brought me the actually VHS of it whenever it was like 92, 93. Yeah, between this and Airborne, man, I wanted to bust out some exactly. rollerblades. <laughs> Airborne. That's another great one. Don't talk about that too much because we might do that on this podcast eventually. But, yeah, I was really into this movie at one time or another when I was young. And I haven't seen it probably in 20 years. It's been a while for me as well. And I'm glad it kind of holds up. It's not good. I, I mean, don't watch this movie like Academy Award winning or anything well, like the that. The acting is bad. The special effects are not well, Even worse. I mean, <laughs> so, there, there are no special effects, Yeah, really. there's not. There's not, yeah. It's just... It's just Corey Hames, like, skating around certain With things. his mouth breathing. The dude cannot close his damn mouth to save his life. Whenever he talks, he's just... Eh. And then when he stops, his mouth is just open. Um, and it also has my new best friend's uh, sister in this movie. Patricia Arquette is in this movie. She can't act in the movie. Not in this movie. She mm. must have taken some lessons or yeah, something. Yeah, she's really By good in By the time she was things. in True, True Romance, she was great, which was, what, a couple years later? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but this movie, there there are this really cool, um, normal 90s post-apocalyptic world stuff that happens in this movie. But I don't think enough people talk about this movie as a Corey Hennings. Like, this movie doesn't get brought up at all. Well, this is kind of near the end of his career. Yeah, this he wasn't. Been, he was he, older here. He, was, he wasn't Corey. See, it was Corey and Corey. It was Corey Hain and Corey Feldman. And they were in a ton of movies together in the 80s. And then by the 90s, I don't know if they had some kind of falling out, but 
Corey Hain was in a lot less things, and I think he got into drugs. He was probably doing mist or something, because he got heavily into drugs. So the drugs they're doing is called mist. Uh, it sounds awesome. I don't know. <laughs> I well, they put it in a respirator, and it turns it into a, a mist. They put. A I don't tablet. know what it does to you. Basically, I, I had one of the. It, they put it in a nebulizer, which was a thing I used for my asthma when I was a okay. kid. Okay. And it would turn it turned liquid into steam, and you would breathe it in. The only thing it does in people in the movie. It just makes you really high. High. I mean, it just makes you just sit there and go, oh, what are you doing? Because there's like uh, his younger brother in the movie uh, starts selling for the Roller Boys. And the rule for the Roller Boys is you can't do it. Um, and then it comes out. Well, that's the number one rule. You never yeah, do, you your, you own never do your own supply, obviously. I'm not a drug dealer. I don't know. The, the What comes out in the movie is Jerry Lee. Jerry Lee? Garrett Gary Lee. Lee. Gary Lee, yeah. Um, is trying to sterilize the next generation of kids so they will help control the population. Well, the only people that wouldn't be sterile were Roller his boys. Roller yeah. boys, right. Uh, which, and then, which, by the way, you're sterile because you're riding rollerblades, buddy. <laughs> you ain't getting laid. <laughs> you say that. Especially, dude, you re- did you see how they skated? Yeah, they, in yeah. unison. In unison, it yeah. was like secret night swimming, but on skates. And like, oh, those guys look so cool. I, I was like, really, really, really? <laughs> These, this is what you, this is what people are afraid of. Um, These guys, but there's a certain je ne sais quoi. There's a certain charm to this movie, though. There really is. No, it's it's actually. If you get past the fact that it's not a good movie, yeah. like the acting and, yeah, and, you know, and pretty much everything else about the movie. But the plot is good. Yeah, if you take this same plot and you kind of put different actors in that that can actually act. You can keep Bango in there because he was the only Man, good one. That, like, it was weird how I'm like, there's one good actor in this movie. And it's like this sub character that's barely in it. You know for what's kind of weird, too, is because that actor's not a big dude. Like, you see him in Lucifer, I mean, in Supernatural and everything like that. He's not, like, terribly huge or anything. But uh, surrounded by kids, that dude is massive. He d- and th- I think that's why I didn't recognize him, because he was so much so bigger. So much bigger than everybody. I mean, he was he was in better shape then, obviously, mm-hmm. yeah, than he yeah, is yeah. now. But he seriously looked like he was 6'5", six, 6'7". Six, like 220. Yeah, he looked like Brock Lesnar <laughs> in, the, in, in the Roller Boys. Did you just... Throw out wrestling I did. Wrestlers. I I do know wrestlers, man. I do. Um, but yeah. So on grand scheme of things, this may be the best movie we watched on the show so far. It's either the best movie or it's close to. I really like Chopping Mall, which is one of your movies. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I really love Trick or Treat. That's still one of my favorite movies. And I think that was one of the first movie that we did like a year ago. This is way better than pretty much all those movies, other than the ones I just said. It's definitely better than Meet the Feebles. Yes, everybody knows that. But there was one worse than that, and that was Howling. Howling is the worst movie we watched on here. The, yeah, Howling is the worst movie we watched. But the practical effects. The practical the effects. The practical <laughs> effects of the werewolf at the end was just, just spot on. I really miss Danger. <laughs> he would have been right there. He would have been key. Before we move forward, Danger is, um had a career change. I guess that's the easiest way to say it. And he's had to dedicate a lot of time to it, so he does feel really bad that he's not on the show anymore. But he will be in the future, hopefully, if we can work on scheduling. Yeah, danger. He's not here. Again. Danger zone! Danger zone! No, so I'm going to put this, like, maybe three or four of the top movies that we watched so far. Okay, okay. So you did good. Thank you. Uh, I messaged you uh, right after I finished it, like, a couple of weeks ago. Uh-huh. And uh, I told you, yeah, you know, it's not good, but I really enjoy it. And your only message to me back was, 
I was glad that you enjoyed it because I was really worried that it was going to turn into another Meet the Feebles. So every time we like, like we remember it movie... as a kid, yeah, that yeah it was yeah. kind of cool. And, and then you I... remember Meet the Feebles, yeah. and it was kind of cool too. How that worked out for us? Not well. That's the trouble trying to remember stuff as a kid. You know, when you remember, like, oh, yeah, Arcade, I remember that. That was kind of cool. Actually, I kind of liked Arcade, too. So, I mean, no, some of the movies that we aren't good. Which is weird because they always get these kind of high ratings on IMDb. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Like, some of these are, like, five stars, and you're like, really? 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 Who's, who's great in that? that? Uh, so, I do have the next movie, and since uh, the next time we get together and probably be for the next full podcast will be in October. Um, so, I'm going to go with um, Straight Horror movie and it's called pieces uh it's a 1982 movie where a uh, murderer is disassembling co-eds co-eds and trying to build his own person jigsaw it all together gotcha pieces of people gotcha makes sense it's totally. not good yeah from what i remember and i haven't seen this movie i'm gonna say probably about 20 years too so uh, this was one of those 90s horror movies I probably shouldn't have seen whenever in the 90s. Um, I'm glad you let off with that. It's not good. It's not, it wasn't good when I was not, a kid, it so wasn't. I can only no, imagine no, no, it but, got worse. But I enjoyed it, and it stood out in my head, and that's why I'm recommending it today. So uh, I don't know where you can watch this movie at. You might be able to find this online. We, we're going to have to find it somewhere. So. YouTube usually has this kind of stuff, but God, it's such a pain in the ass. So you can watch Prayer of the Roller Boys on YouTube, but there's a like a five minute section of the movie with no sound, no sound because they got like a a, a copyright strike on some song that was getting played in that section, and that happens in every version on YouTube. Nope, there is one where it plays in a smaller section of the screen, uh-huh. and it never cuts out of audio. Oh, really? And it has stars moving around the whole time. Oh, see, I didn't see that. Yep, I even. Tried to find a downloaded version of this movie. Nobody has this movie. Nobody is seeding this movie. Like, it doesn't exist online. And even, like, the download committee. I wonder what people did when they saw this and they're like, oh, I got to put this on YouTube. Yeah. (laughs) Like, who else even knows about this movie? (laughs) It's just us. It's just just other weird nerd people. Go find this movie, and if you can find a good copy of this movie, uh, let me know and send me the copy, okay? How about that? I do want a copy, a good copy of this movie. I want to see it more in kind of higher definition because the one that's on YouTube is not good. The the one with no sound at all is better. Yeah, yeah, but it's not. It's still not great. There might not be a good copy out there. I don't know. This is a, a VHS only type of thing. Most definitely, most definitely. This, this is definitely I try to find not... it on DVD. And it doesn't exist. So, uh, so anyway, for the next full podcast of SomewhatNerdy.com, you we will be reviewing Pieces, a ninety-two horror flick. Alrighty. Uh, we're gonna take a break, and we are going to come back with the news, and then after that, we'll do our uh, nerd talk. So we right back. In a world where no one knows what movies are coming out during the week, where your movie future is bleak and uncertain, comes Future Flicks with Billiam. Hi, I'm Billiam. On my show, I go over every movie that's coming out during the week, so you don't miss a thing. I have a pick of the week so you will know which movie you just have to see, and I also go over news and trailers that caught my eye. So check out Future Flicks with Billiam each week on the Somewhat Nerdy Podcast Network. Listen and subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, and any podcast listening app. I'll see you in the future. 
and we're back with the news. Uh, and we're just going to start off how we always start off, uh, shitting on uh, DC. <laughs> Warner Brothers <laughs> in DC. And now there's a lot of reasons to crap on them because, to me, this is the death nail in the DC universe. If this is all ends up being true, if this all ends up working out the way that it's all rumored, and it could be a lot of things getting blown out of proportion right and, now. And it usually is, and sometimes... Like a small nugget of truth. Maybe someone's unhappy that they're working out something, and then a publicist takes it and runs with it to a blah. Um, Obviously, we're talking about there was a week ago or a few weeks ago that Ben Affleck was out as Batman. Mm -hmm. That's still not confirmed, but we know he's in rehab, and he's looking for ways to get out rumored of being Batman. That sucked. That was that. I was like, well, I'm done with the Batman movie. And obviously this week, and then this actually gets recorded pretty early, so it, things have may have changed by the time... Uh, this gets released, but Henry Cavill, Henry Cavill, 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 Cavill. I don't know. Yeah, sure. Uh, Superman. Superman apparently is not Superman no more, and he's out. That would be Ben Affleck. I personally have really liked his Batman. I, I do th- too. I think he's a great Batman for 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 the Batman he's playing. Um, I don't think we've got to see him. As the Batman that we deserve or that he deserves to get played. You're in. absolutely right. Yeah. We need the Batman. Him fighting Deathstroke, that's the Batman yeah. movie he deserves. Exactly. To really, really, uh, like, his couple fight scenes that he had in um, Batman vs. Superman were awesome. Give us a whole movie of him that. being able to be Batman instead of just, eh. Um, ben Affleck's obviously going through a lot of personal things uh so he is in rehab i think at the moment he's addicted to gambling and maybe alcohol um so personal wise he went through a lot of things at the same time we know for a fact the dude has not been happy from day one was how dc's ran the the batman property dc warner brothers dc warner brothers so compound that on the report that they're screwing off henry with superman so this is all coming from the fact that the Shazam, they had a uh, cameo that they wanted him to play in. He wouldn't clear his schedule, rumored, um, to be in it. He was. They saw him on set, so I don't know how, how true that was. People were reporting yeah. seeing him on set. So there had to be something more to it because I saw that a long time ago. Yes. So it was probably something else. Someone in some kind of pissing match with something. And. This is all could be money things with agents and stuff like that. It could be just rumors getting leaked out. He did come out and said his manager said he still has the cape in his closet. He released a very weird cryptic video where he just shows up and goes, Superman had a good day today. That was it. Like, he didn't say anything else. Um, now, the rumor is he's done. He is actually tied to The Witcher. He's playing The Witcher mm-hmm. on Netflix now. That is a apparently a big deal like that's going to take a lot of his time so his schedule might be filled up and dc's like all, already wanting to go in a different direction because they are directionless at well the that's moment. the problem they don't have a direction they're making a new joker movie which i don't have a problem two with. new joker movies by the way yeah well yeah one that follows the, the universe that they set up and then they have another one you know what disband whatever you're trying to do if you're going to get rid of him as superman who has been an awesome superman Reboot the whole universe. Everybody. I mean, like, 
Aquaman, the new movie coming out, there's no sense of like that tying into something else. Anything. Just, Just make it a standalone movie. Ma- make your standalone movies. Make your standalone universe because that's what you want to do, and that's fine. You can do that. You did fine with the, the Chris Nolan Batmans. If you want to do it that way, that's fine. But you're not going to have what Marvel has if that's what you want to do. Because, by the way, they can't do that because they can't do it. They have screwed the pooch. And we... And, I, and I, actually, I've gotten a lot of crap about crapping on DC on this show. There's a reason we crap on DC a lot on the show. It's because I want to the DC movies to be good. They deserve to be better. We had so the many good stories, DCs, DC movies in the past, and then we just get this. The stories for DC should already be good. It's all written for them. So if moving forward, if you stop trying to universe build and just concentrate on making good movies and they don't have anything to do with anything each other fine do that i am now worried about um aquaman the trailers to me look like there's so much stuff in those movies that i don't think they're gonna end up being good in the first place shazam looks i'm not worried about aquaman james <sighs> wan's in it james, james wan's wan. behind the wheel everybody on that keeps one. saying that james wan James Wan directed the movie. He shot the movie. He's not editing the movie. And whatever nonsense DC wants to put into the movies, Warner Brother wants to put into movies after he's done with it, it's completely out of James Wan's hands. They have proved that they will screw up a movie easily. Yeah, and I guess James Wan isn't a huge director. He's, in my opinion, he's a huge he's director. He's a huge director. He, he, he's he a moneymaker. Yeah, he definitely – and he's definitely had some big budgets behind him. Um, but he's also – he's still, in my opinion, kind of up and coming as – I don't know. That dude's been making movies for a long time. So, I mean, I haven't seen any of them. Which is, I find super weird because they're all good. I haven't seen I any Insidious think... movies. Or what's the other movie? Conjuring. Conjuring. I've never seen any of those movies. Death Sentence. We're working on a podcast down the road for something. And, and he sends me a, like this big list of things. Like, we should talk about all this stuff. And I'm like, well, those are all off the table because I have never seen them. So, I, yeah, I've never I seen a James Wan that, movie. That's ridiculous. I've seen Saw. Like, I'm a big fan of the Saw series. Okay, yeah. perfect. I mean, that was his first one. Yeah, that's the only. I mean, that's his. That's right out the gate. Come on, dude. And that's literally the fr- only movie I've ever seen that he's ever done. That's And that's my favorite Saw movie. After I saw the other Saw, the next two are okay. Yeah. And the other ones, I'm just kind of, and they, all the other ones kind of run together. And then I hear it caps off pretty well. I haven't seen the end. Anyway, I'm not, I'm not too worried about that. The Shazam movie looks fun, but it, does it look looks, fun. It, do, it doesn't seem to follow the same vein as the other movies. It doesn't. And Wonder Woman will probably be good as well. Wonder Woman, on rewatching the movie, it's not as good as I originally thought the movie was. The movie is fine compared to other DC movies. It's amazing. But the movie is really, on rewatchability, not high. It's really not. The Marvel movies I can put on right now, starting from the beginning, because I have to watch the whole entire movie, are always good. See, but that's why I don't watch them a whole lot, because to th- those movies, I'm like, I have to make a point. I'm like, I want to watch this, but I need to make time to not be distracted. Like, Batman vs. Superman? Oh, look, it's on. Boom. I'll watch a scene. Watch it. That's why I've seen that movie so many more times than I have. I've only seen Thor Ragnarok once. Really? Yeah. Oh, I'll put that. Well, let me my tell kids, you. My kids love that movie. So I love we watch that it all movie. The time, so. I, when I watched that movie, it blew me away. And I've only watched it once because when I see it on Netflix, I'm like, oh, I want to watch this. But I'm like, ah, I'm about to go to bed. I kind of want to. I'll stay up all night long and watch it. Yeah. 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 Have you seen Joaquin Phoenix lately? Mm-mm. This week, there's a picture of him at um, some award show. He lost like he's like half the size he was before. So he's going to play like a more gangly 
Joker, so he's losing all the way to play Joker, which is about to go into production, which is a movie, by the way, I didn't think was going to really happen. I didn't either. Yeah, it's happening. And it's Todd Phillips directing it. Which yeah, yeah. I thought it was um, um, Martin Scorsese. Well, yeah, I thought he's he was doing it. He's probably producing it. I think it. he's producing and, it. So. And that's what they do a lot of times. They attach a, 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 a big, big name, name to producer it. Yeah. so people will, will attach themselves to that. They're saying this is out of universe and they're still working on a Jared Leto movie. Well, what's the point? What's the point of it anymore? What's, what's the Well, what's the point of either having this movie or having a universe? And apparently it's going to follow a lot of the modern joker story so a lot of the modern joker stories they kind of like they turn him into a victim like where there's like a there's supposed to be some kind of sad thing about how joker becomes joker which i'm not super cool with to never humanize the joker which i'm and this is if you never read the comic book if you have read the comic book you know what i'm talking about the joker has killed a whole bus full of kids just because he thought it was funny that's the joker in the comic book it's not the, the animated series which was kind of you know funny and only did things just to kind of like ah uh, that was funny huh no, no the joker it's, is it's psychotic as far as the as the animated he was definitely psychotic mm. for a children's show oh yeah for sure for sure he was he definitely f- not normal my favorite episode is actually when he follows that guy home yeah with the license yeah and he goes yeah. hey you don't know when i'm gonna call on you but i mean like the amount of torture he would do to somebody in a in a kid's show, kid show. i mean it's it's up there uh actually all the animated series just got released on blu-ray uh which i'm about to buy because i've seen some of the cleanup uh, shots of it it is beautiful by the way on blu-ray whole series is worth it anyway. yeah it is worth it with what the six kind of boring episodes in there who cares if that if that yeah, yeah. i was talking the werewolf one yeah yeah and there's some yeah. episodes where there's the no cat villain one. the like, cat one when yeah. they get when they turn into selena, cats? Kyle, yeah, selena yeah. kyle gets turned into wow well, i knew i already knew what you were talking about yeah, yeah. there's a boring episode uh so moving on to some uh marvel news uh and kind of marvel sony news uh, Venom uh, rating uh, came out today, after we're recording this. Uh, PG-13, not rated R like we were hoping. We were hoping for it, but it's Sony, so it doesn't surprise me. Yeah, so I wish they had the balls to do a rated R. And there's rumors Venom would be the one that you could you do, have it to to. do it on. If they were marketing this movie right, if they were marketing this movie like uh, Deadpool, mm-hmm. I think they could do it. I think they're not doing – they're not putting the money into the marketing for one thing. I don't think they are, and I don't think they're 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 doing it like Deadpool because this they is, should be. No, this is they are definitely targeting a younger audience. Yeah, they are. They are because they're targeting Spider-Man fans, and they're hoping. But that's the thing. You talk to Spider-Man, you will get adult Spider-Man fans yeah. to watch Venom. Kids don't really know who Venom so is. So guys our age, we love we, Venom. We grew up. Like Venom came out when our when we were reading comic books, and we love. I remember reading Todd McFarlane's Spider Man and getting into Spider Man. The first issue of Venom is hanging on my wall. That is my original comic book. Whenever I was a kid, for first Black Suit Spider Man, that is my original one. I was reading that book when Black Suit Spider Man came out. I was reading whenever Venom showed up. I and many people like me would go watch a rated R. Venom. I would book. prefer it. I, prefer I would prefer it because it, obviously. we know Venom has the character, and that's the thing is like you know when you when you water down the character, I'm still gonna go see it. You're I gonna get my money. They might not water it down. Uh, we have had a trailer out recently. I don't think we've recorded since the trailer came out. The trailer, the trailers. What? It's hard to tell about a trailer. It's hard to tell about a trailer. It, it, every trailer I've seen rehashes the same kind of stuff, but expands it just down a little bit, down a little bit. I'm still kind of freaked out. Not freaked out. I'm still not understanding Venom without Spider-Man as the origin story. Mm-hmm. I still don't understand that. I like that Spider-Man's not there 
that he doesn't have the spider logo on him. It wouldn't make any sense if he had this. A lot of people are bitching about the spider logo not being there. But if he's never been attached to Spider-Man, he has no reason to have the spider logo on him. And he wouldn't him. have no reason to have Spider-Man powers. Exactly. Because uh, that's the only those reason powers why powers come from Spider-Man. Yeah. Because yeah. Venom took him and was like, Mrah. And then if you and read the comic Venom book. Venom is obsessed with, with Spider-Man. Spider-Man. The symbiote wants to get back to Spider-Man. That's what the whole thing's about. So his all motivation in the, the alien's life is like, how can I get back to Peter Parker? Like, mm-hmm. I, I need that to happen. So that's why he found Eddie Brock, who is obsessed with Peter Parker. is like, hey, let's team up, and then I'm going to ditch you. So we're having a whole Eddie Brock Venom storyline that, at the moment, it doesn't look like it has anything to do with Spider-Man. So what ends up happening, I don't know. They meant That could be, like, the big, oh, my God, like it came from Spider-Man. I, I doubt that hasn't been leaked. I agree. And they're also saying this is out. So here's another weird thing. It's somewhat out of universe. So this doesn't, this is not in the MCU, depending on who you talk to. You talk to Sony as X, this is outside. You talk to Kevin Fergie, he's like, yeah, it's in there. But then they're also releasing that Spider-Man animated movie into the Spider-Verse. Yes. With Miles Morales, which might tie in everything. Cause... Which is fine, because Nicolas Cage is playing uh, Spider-Man Noir. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I know. It's cool. That's awesome. So, um... I always love the Spider-Verse. Yeah, I do too, and it's... Because I really love Spider-Man 2099. Like, the I, suit's badass. I I love that character too. Yeah, yeah. I, again, I was reading them when that came out. Me too. So, yeah. And it had to be badass because it's the only thing that survived. Yeah, it was. 2099. Uh, there was a Punisher 2099. Hulk 2099. Hulk 2009. There was X-Men, which were all terrible. Uh, Ghost Rider. Oh, Ghost Rider was actually not that bad. So. Yeah, Ghost Rider hung around for a bit. Punisher yeah. hung around for a while, yeah. too. Though. But Spider-Man's definitely the carryover, and I think he's now in the regular Marvel Universe with yeah, all well, the time stuff. So. Yeah, he's always in the Spider-Verse. Um, so, yeah, Venom's rated PG-13. It's not rated R. Uh, I Whatever. I, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. I hate that Tom Hardy's in this movie. I think this is a waste of Tom Hardy. I'm surprised he even took this role. The only reason I think he took this role is he read the script, and the script's got to be good. I'm also worried because this is a Sony Marvel movie without Marvel's hands in it. So Marvel did not have their hands in this. They had their hands in the Spider-Man movie. They don't have their hands. That's a little worrisome for me. To me, if I was Sony, I would just hand over a lot of things to Marvel. But obviously, they want more money and they want to build their own franchise. And so it gets to a point where you got to understand where where you're going to make the money. And it's Marvel. Marvel. Let them do it. Marvel makes money. They make good movies. So, that being said, um, we touched on it last time we got together. Uh, James Gunn was fired. Uh, I am, depending on what day you talk to me, is how I feel about it on a certain day. Some days I'm, and you can leave me hate comments. I'm completely fine with him being fired. He's completely fine with being fired, by the way, also. He should have been fired. There's nothing, there's, there's nothing you can say to convince me any differently. He said terrible things. Fine. Move on with your life. Start shooting other movies. I will still watch them in the future. Mm-hmm. Disney had no choice. Sure. I mean, it's Disney. It's Disney. That sucks. I'm not cool with it. But he said he said terrible things. The movie was going to move on forward. It looks like they got so much stop progress because James Gunn was such a motivator, was moving that project along. Production got put on hold. And this is Disney's words, indefinitely. Which doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean that it's it, it that that does not mean it'll never get made. It just means that at this point there is no talk about it moving forward. That doesn't mean a director tomorrow 
couldn't be like, you know what? Let's do this. But the problem was all that is they released every single actor from their contract. Not from their contract, from their time schedule. Mm-hmm. Uh, which means that all the actors from the movie can get tied to other projects. Who are all popular actors. Which will all get tied into... Which means that another Guardians movie can be put three years down the road. Yeah. That's that. It's it's definitely mm-hmm. it's not in turnaround. It's just shelved to a point that they just need a director to say, "Hey, I'm 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 able to do this," and they have to find the right director. So that's why they're not doing anything with and it. it ha- and whatever director moves into this is going to get eight alive. So it needs to be a director that can take it, or that people aren't going to care about that it, they take over. It needs to be a John Favreau. It needs to be the guy that did the Thor movie. It needs to be that quality of guys. It needs to be the brothers from um, Avengers. It needs to be the something Russo like brothers? the Russo brothers. It needs to be something like that where people go, all right, James Gunn's not there and that sucks, but this is the next best thing. Yeah, you're not going to get someone fresh out of film school. You can't it. do it. Yeah. They'll, they'll delete their Twitter within a day. <laughs> like, that's just what's going to happen. Because it's no longer just you just voice an opinion on Twitter. It's death threats immediately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like, it, which is down. disgusting, by the way. But that's just the way it is. And he's gone. He's not coming back. And everybody keeps saying, like, Disney, you should just fix your mistake. They didn't make a mistake. I know that's really hard to hear for anybody that disagrees. They fired him. They're going to. And this is Disney. Disney does not put up with stuff like that. They made a decision, and apparently that decision came from uh, Bob Iger, which is the the main guy on Disney. He is never going to return that decision. It's just, that's what it is. So, move on. Unfortunately, that means we're not getting a Guardians movie for at least three years. Yeah. And I think that's going to change a lot of the Avengers movies, because apparently there's been reshoots because of it. I think certain people are going to stay dead, and we're never going to see them again. And I'll go ahead and tell you the first one that's going to stay dead and we'll never see again is Drax. Yeah. Batista is all over and he is, I mean, if if you're probably Batista's friend, it's a good person to be friends with because he is falling on the knife of James Gunn. I'll go down with the ship, fine. I'll never have to work for Disney ever again unless you give his job back. If not, f*** off, fire me because it's basically what he said on Twitter. So I'm pretty sure Drax will be killed off. and Just stay dead, huh? Yeah, he'll just never come back. Or he'll come back and he'll die instantly. I don't know. I, I don't know what the, the storyline is going to be for the next Avengers movie to bring everybody back. But Drax is dead right now, technically, in the Marvel Universe. I'm not seeing him come back. I don't think Drax would be, or Dave Bautista would be a good person to have to work with. At that point, yeah. At this point in the future. But in, I think it could be a little different in Avengers. Because he's not working necessarily with... He's working with other people that he likes. He's worked with the Russo brothers now. He's, he's, he's worked with his friends. Chris Pratt's his friend. and so Chris Pratt's going to play the political game. He's, he's a big star now, so he has to do the whole... It's difficult for everybody. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing he'll ever say. And that's all he's ever going to say. He's also a Christian guy. I mean, like, like, like he has his faith that he is... Plus, he's a family man. He has he's a kids. family. He has kids, and the James Gunn stuff is it's 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 off color, man. It's, yeah, it's, it's the it's, easiest it's, thing he, to say. He, it. He knows it. He's not fighting it. He can't rebound from it. He's not Chris Hardwick that fought it because Chris Hardwick obviously had some kind of thing happen with him. Uh, same kind of situation with James Gunn, where he's accused of something, but there was no proof. Like James Gunn clearly had. So and James Gunn also the first press release he ever released was like I agree with Disney's business decision and I will move on from here. So that's what we all should do. Yeah. So, so moving on, uh, and the Marvel universe will be fine. Completely 
especially since we're about to get Fantastic Four and X-Men. <laughs> so, eventually. Eventually. It's going to be fine. And a good sign of Fantastic Four showing up in DC Universe. I mean, good God. I just said DC Universe. You the did. Marvel Universe. Is... We got our first look at Scrolls. They look like Scrolls. They look like Piccolo. No. They look kind of like Piccolo. It, they look like Scrolls. They it, do look like Scrolls. Scrolls look like Piccolo. Yeah, Scrolls do look kind of like Piccolo. Or does Piccolo look like Scrolls? Because Scrolls were around before Piccolo. Is that true? Yeah, it is true. Yeah, yeah it yeah, is yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's 60s. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Scrolls look awesome. Yeah. So this is kind of telling where the Marvel Universe is going to go. We all kind of assume Secret Wars was going to be the next storyline. This means Secret Wars. Secret Wars God, is next. Secret Wars is so confusing. Secret Wars is really confusing. So if you've never read the comic book, at one point or another, Secret Wars happens in the Marvel Universe. <laughs> Everybody's a scroll. There's no like. Uh, uh, I'll go ahead and like ruin the the book for you. This is this the book. I haven't seen the movies, obviously, and I'm not in the writers' room. A spaceship of superheroes lands on uh, Earth at one time or another, and there's a bunch of superheroes that come off of them. And these are superheroes that are now standing next to themselves. Like, oh, what do you mean? I've been off-planet for three years. I've been in a prison. Oh, no, I haven't. I've been here the whole entire time. So it's Beast talking to Beast. All the superheroes don't know who is really them and who is really an alien. The only way to figure it out is to get murked. And that's how they start figuring it out because people start dying. And they start turning into scrolls. And the first one that really, because it's kind of the cover, is Elektra. Because it's kind of a, a famous cover. Um, but scrolls is apparently what they're going to be going into next. And it is the main storyline for Captain Marvel. Uh, which has also released a whole kind of Captain Marvel uh, Cree group. Mm-hmm. Which are all based off of real Marvel characters. And characters that we've seen in other movies. Mostly uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, mm-hmm. obviously. Uh, Because it's kind of space. You see Ronan there in that one pick. Uh, Ronan, you see, um, I can't remember his, uh, but he's the guy that goes Star-Lord. Who? Who, yeah, that guy. That's from the first Guardians of the Galaxy movie. Um, And then kind of for me, which is kind of one of my favorite Captain Marvels, was uh, Photon. Which was the uh, Captain Marvel that wore the black and white. So she's in the movie, but she's a pilot and she's probably in the military. I think what they're writing her in the story was uh, Carol Danvers, which was Captain Marvel. And I had this whole entire conversation without saying Miss Marvel the whole entire time. Could so I'm be. very proud of myself. You should be. She's Miss Marvel in the comic books. Captain Marvel to me is uh, Marvel, which is playing by Jude Law in uh, the movie, which we're not really exactly sure what, how the storyline's all going yeah. together. I like Jude Law, though. I do, um, and he's a good choice for uh, I always, Marvel. I always forget that he's great. Yeah, he's kind of great. He really is. I always forget, and, he, and then he just is in a movie, and you're like, he's he's very much like Tom Cruise. He's a person that, like, if I don't see him, I'm like, that dude sucks. And then you see him in a movie, and then you're just like, man, that dude's really good at movies, things. Um, But as usual, I'm super excited about the Marvel movies. It's the next one that's coming out. And I think after that is the Avengers, next Avengers movie. I'm pretty sure that's the next one uh, on the Marvel list. So obviously it's moving forward. And I think after that, we'll start seeing the next kind of phase of Marvel movies, which will, I would assume, be Fantastic Four and X-Men. How they There's start another working. Spider-Man movie already. There is the another Spider-Man movie. Yeah, yeah. So... And then I'm kind of disappointed in the Netflix stuff that never touched on the Avengers stuff. How did that happen? They're, they were trying not to do that now. 
it doesn't make any like we said it whenever it happened is the first thing that if i was one of those netflix writers like oh crap my job just came really easy you wrote some stories for but they didn't touch on it which is aggravating they did daredevil a little bit and then i guess they just decided to go against it because it was confusing for people or and uh ant-man i haven't seen oh yeah yeah i haven't seen ant-man it's so good and then don't ruin it. So I, I, I yeah, I, I you know I yeah, won't. I know you won't. You're anti spoiler for ten years or something. The other thing is we've talked about I'm getting a little lax in that rule. You are, you are, you are. Uh, we've talked about the Shira. Obviously, we have to bring up He Man and Shira news anytime that that is uh uh news. Of in, course. And we have a Shira teaser, the first trailer. So the teaser, it's not a full trailer yet, so we don't know exactly everything that goes on. It didn't look as goofy as I thought it would be. It doesn't look goofy. So I have... It's not design problems, because I do have a, a few problems with the designs of the character and I, everything I like know that. You, about... What is his name? Bo? Bo? Cupid? Yeah, yeah. Bo, I do not like. There's an um, Glimmer. I do not like the design of Glimmer. I don't particularly like the design of She-Ra. I think the head thing is wrong. It should fall more down past her ears. Instead of stopping at like a headdress, it looks stupid. I have problems with his storyline. She-Ra looks like it is existing without He-Man. He-Man, and I'm going to nerd out here for a little bit. You are nerding right the hell out. He-Man gives She-Ra the sword that was given to him by the sorceress because they're twin brother and sister, and She-Ra doesn't know any of this. In this teaser trailer, it looks like she is like Sword of the Stone, and she finds the sword from a weird voice, which is either... Light Hope is the gold guy in the back. Or some... It might be the sorceress that might be leading her towards the sword. It's definitely a woman's voice. It's definitely a woman's voice, so it might not be Light Hope. Or they're changing Light Hope, which is fine, because, I mean, he's a he's a ray of light in the com, uh, the cartoon, so it's not really that big. So, yeah, they're definitely changing the story. To me, She-Ra doesn't exist without He-Man, and He-Man doesn't exist without She-Ra, so it's... I don't, I don't know what the origin story is. Which is bothering me more than any design thing ever. It's so Venom, you know. It's so much like it Venom. is. It is. It really is. Um. So I don't. I don't know. I don't. Yeah, we still see Peter Parker. The only, you know, his his uncle Ben dies. Batman's parents die. We get it. But this, come on, we haven't seen this enough. And we haven't. We haven't seen this since the eighties. No, I'm agreeing with you. I yeah, wasn't yeah, being, yeah, I I know, wasn't I being uh, sarcastic. But the, the, the 80s, most kids don't know what She-Ra is. So I don't know how you do She-Ra. And I guess if you I, – I, I just answered my own question. If most kids don't know what it means, it doesn't really have to call back to anything. But how do you do this when you don't do he Like one doesn't exist without the other. He-Man comes first. She-Ra can come after. Or you do He-Man at the beginning of the show, pass it to She-Ra, and then continue from there. And you don't have to touch on the He-Man. But the He-Man, the he, He-Man was inside of she show a lot. So I'm not understanding how they're doing she without He-Man. I guess I'll have to wait and see. I'm going to watch it, obviously. Um, I'm not super fond of design things. But you know what? I wasn't really fond of the new Ninja Turtles. And I'm going to go ahead and go ahead and throw it out there. And anybody that's watched the Ninja Turtle TV show, it's kind of awesome. Which one? The new one. The newest one. The newest one. The newest, newest the one. The newest, newest one. The designs on the turtles are so terrible. ridiculous. But the show is really good. To be I fair, hate it myself for liking it. To be fair, it. I like the old one, too. Oh, and the old one was good. The, not the old, old one, but the, you know, the old one I'd like, too. The, but The past one. Yeah. Yeah, it was Which, good. Which, by the way, the end of that one, what, like, I actually don't know, like two years ago, three years ago? Uh, probably about a year ago. A year ago, yeah. and they're already 
bumping up a new one? It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crazy. They, um, whoever, I can't remember who owns Ninja Turtles, but it's a constant rotation. They sell action here, so it's always a new design has to come out for Ninja Turtles. That's why it's always a new design for Turtles. The new show, the designs aren't that great. I don't like some of the character changes, but the show is actually... You like how they can like manifest weird... I don't want to explain it to you until you see the show. Stuff? You have to see the show. There's a reason behind it. Hi, well, is it? It's out yet? It's out. Yeah, it's out. It's like on episode five or six. Oh, yeah, it's way better than it ever should be. Uh, I mean, but give it a chance. Watch the first I'll, episode. I'll check, I'll check it out. It's Ninja Turtles. Anybody I'll listening? It no, it looks like you hated it and go, oh, that's not Ninja Turtles. Every show is not Ninja Turtles. They always change something. Why would you want to watch the same show over and over again? And that's, don't repeat what I just said back to me about She-Ra. Thank you very much. <laughs> um, moving on to some very slight He-Man news. Uh, Mattel, the toy maker who owns uh, She-Ra, He-Man, Hot Wheels, Barbie, Thundercats, um, a bunch of other stuff, has made a, a movie studio called mattel films a so, lot of thought went into yeah, that one yeah huh? a lot of thought uh, uh apparently they are focused on developing movies based on all the toy lines trying to hasbro it huh i don't the he-man movie has been getting worked on for the past 50 they ran mcg off the the, the project uh, he's hit or miss with he his terminator move the worst terminator movie ever yeah but did you see babysitter on netflix Oh yeah, he did do that. that yes, he that did. That was awesome movie. It was that, awesome. that was awesome. That I, actually, uh, I'll give him a bunch of credit for that. And I think he has a lot to do with uh, Supernatural he, too. Well, he's an executive producer. Okay, yeah, yeah. The first season, I think he had a lot to do with like putting that show together. So we we have a we've been talking about it for a while, but we do have a Supernatural episode coming up. Yes. Yes. Uh, so look forward to that. Probably in October, I think we're gonna do the Supernatural episode. So. Everybody that's been like, y'all need to stop hitting at episodes and never doing it. Like the Bigfoot episode. We get a bunch of crap about that, just to let you know. Um, that's going to come up eventually. So we're just going to move on from that. But we did, we kind of did one the the crypto. Uh, we did a crypto zoology. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was in the Bigfoot episode. Uh, but we talked uh, about uh, obviously, this has Master Universe that I'm excited about. The other one, Thundercats. What the rumor is, Ryan Reynolds is extremely interested in doing a Thundercat. That's the weird rumor of the the week at the moment well he's weird so he's I, weird he's weird and i think if he gets behind a project oh. he has a name right now to be like okay yeah Dude, let's do that even if he didn't have the name he has just the, the drive the <laughs> drive to make someone do stuff first of all he's super likable so everybody's yeah, gonna yeah, be yeah. like and he's hilarious <laughs> yeah he's always hilarious it, like he is a genuinely funny person in interviews ad-libbing twitter Everything. I love his Twitter. His Twitter is amazing. And so anything he gets behind, now everybody's just going to be like, I'm in. Whatever. Yeah, fine. Yeah, I don't even let's care. Let's do that. So, yeah. If you've seen some of his more dramatic stuff, though, geez, the dude can act, too. He can. He really can. What was that? Voices? Seen that? Yes. Yeah. But there really... was one where his daughter got kidnapped. And when he, oh, whew, that oh, one's that I'm one's good. a tough one. That's yeah. a tough one. I can't mess with that. I, I can't watch that kid stuff. So Yeah. Um, but he was really good in that, and it was it was a tough movie. Um, next up in the news, uh, something a little bit more lighthearted than that. It, It'll last it, a little bit before we go to uh, our break and nerd talk. So this just adds to this streaming monstrosity that we we'll, we will all have. Nickelodeon is releasing a streaming, or it's launched. It's it's active. It's, As we're recording this right now, it, you can, I just signed up for DC streaming yeah. for a year today. It's seventy five dollars for a year, so it's not that bad. I forgot that I had to sign up for this. So this is the Nickelodeon streaming service. 
And at the moment, it's super worth it. How much is this a month? Um, $75. No, no, no. I'm sorry. It was um, $5.99 a month. And it's called Nick Splat, which is kind of a terrible name. It's called well, Nickelodeon. Well, Spl- Splat. Nick Splat. I know, I know, a, I know. It was a very 90s thing they were doing during yeah, that time. Yeah, and probably 90s people is going to be signing up for this. It's going to, And they're going to continue to add things in the future, but it's a lot of classic Nickelodeon stuff that we probably all grow as that you're listening to this podcast. From what I can tell, the age group for this podcast is like 25 and over. So you're, you're probably in our age group. Uh, so things that we grew up with on Nickelodeon and the starting series shows are and I'll go ahead and do the list. It's uh Our Real Monster season Solid. one and two. All that. Eh. I, I was cool with it. Uh Are You Afraid of Dark, which Solid. was my jam. Um Cat Dog, eh. which I like. Chalk Zone, nah. which I think is a little bit after my time. Uh Closer Explains It All, <laughs> which was awesome. Double Dare it's Double Dare two thousand. I don't know what Double Dare two thousand is. Uh, Doug, solid guts, solid. awesome. Hey, dude, solid, which is awesome. Uh, Kablam, somewhat. It's hit or miss, man. I love that show. Nah, hit or miss. Uh, Keenan and Kel, it's okay. Oh, Legends of the Hidden Temple, solid. the old one and the new one. Uh, Nick Arcade, solid, awesome show, awesome, awesome show. Uh, Rocco's Modern Life, definitely awesome. solid. Uh, Salute your shorts. Yep. Uh, Amanda show, which is I think a little bit after my time too. Oh, she she got her show right after all that. So if you watch okay. all that, it was like right oh, she after was that. on that too. Huh? Yeah, uh, Angry Beavers, which is so, awesome. That's probably one of my favorites. That and Rocco. Uh, and Mystery Files of uh, Shelby Rue, which yeah. I don't think I've ever watched. And hey, the Wild Thornberries, which I think is a little bit past my time too. Nope, it wasn't. Okay, I never watched it. Then. Just yeah. it was just in. Um, but that's the starting lineup for the show. So you'd be paying five bucks a month to watch this, and they apparently they're gonna add things in the future. I, I would imagine like SpongeBob and you know all those other just kind of Nickelodeon shows will be added eventually. I have a feeling everything's gonna end up on there. On and, air, yeah. and you'll forget how much stuff was actually fairly odd. Parents, I don't know if you, oh, that's a good show. Yeah. Th- the show is good, yeah. and it's been on for an extremely long period of time. So long. That you'll you'll be like seriously, there's yeah. that many episodes. Yeah. In movies and events, it's weird. Yeah. They, yeah, they had like a lot of movies. Like it was kind of like a SpongeBob did the same thing because I watch obviously SpongeBob's my kids now. Um, it goes through like a bunch of seasons and then they'll go like a whole year without releasing anything and then they release a movie and then there'll be like one, two, or three episodes mm-hmm. and they'll go a whole another six months without more new episodes. Uh, I like SpongeBob, so I mean I don't really care. Danny Phantom. Is that Nickelodeon? Yep. That's an awesome show, too. Yeah, that is an so awesome show. So all those that, shows... Danny Phantom was a different show for Nickelodeon because it had a beginning, middle, end. Yeah. yeah it yeah, ended. Yeah, it did end. But I can see Our Real Monsters watching season one and two and Are You Afraid of the Dark uh, and Nick Arcade and Rocco's Modern Life is worth it to me just for those shows. Yeah, I, I would do it for Angry Breavers, Rocco's Modern Life, All Real Monsters, Nick Arcade, and uh, Hey Dude. So, yeah, Nickelodeon streaming service. Oh, Salute Your Shorts is on there, too. Yeah, there you go. Uh, yet another streaming service. So I canceled cable 10 years ago, so I didn't have to pay $200 a month. Here I'm now are. paying $200 a month on cable things. <laughs> so yeah. uh, we're going to go ahead and take a break, and we're going to come back with our Nerd Talk, where we're going to review the Netflix show Disenchanted. Uh, so we'll be right back. Nerds in a Squared Circle on SomewhatNerdy.com. Nerds of the Squared Circle on SomewhatNerdy.com. Nerds of the Squared Circle on SomewhatNerdy.com. Hi, I'm Sam Jericho of SomewhatNerdy.com's Nerds of the Squared Circle. Join me, Snarf Chris, and the dude with the headband. We talk about wrestling and more wrestling. Do you like wrestling? Yeah! Yeah! 
then you should listen to our podcast. Do you not like wrestling? You should still listen to our podcast. Someone to read a comms, Nerds in the Squared Circle. Subscribe to us on iTunes or your favorite podcast app today. Nerds in the Squared Circle on SomeoneNerdy.com. There are several ways to raise money for a good cause. Some do it by running marathons. Some host high-dollar dinners. And some just do it by clever internetting. We here at the Watch Your Mouth Podcast employ a different approach. Wall-to-wall filthy fucking language. Go to a grocery store, I'm like, I know exactly what I need. I get in there, I'm like, fuck. Yeah, the fuck did I even come here for? With our charity swear jar, every fucked up utterance from our unfettered gobs is a dime in the right direction. The motherfucker's a mouth breather. Gaming, movies, life musings, it's all here. Served on a bed of fucks and garnished with a crown of Shut the fuck up. How the fuck did we get here? Fuck all that. Fuck a jelly bean. So if you want to hear us do good things with bad words, check out the Watch Your Mouth podcast on iTunes. SoundCloud, Facebook, or online at WIMpodcast.com. And remember, swearing is caring, so watch your mouth. And welcome back. Let's kick off the Nerd Talk with talking about the new Netflix show, Disenchantment. Uh, as many of you know, it's from Matt Groening, who also did such gems as The Simpsons and a personal favorite of mine, Futurama. And if you listen to the show at any time or another, it's me and Critter's favorite show, Futurama. I'm a giant fan of Simpsons also. So obviously, I was really looking forward to this show. I was. I had some suspicions about it, but I was also thinking, eh, it's a lot of the same people that did Futurama. It's uh, a lot of the same producers, same writers. Writers, everything. And a lot of the same voice actors. So I was like, you know what? Let's roll those dice. I bet it's okay. And now we have Disenchantment. <sighs> the best I can say about the show, I'll go ahead and start this off. I'll just, you know, just mm, right out there. It's okay at best. It is okay at best. And I think it's what I told you uh, when we were talking about it the first time to uh, message it was I've never watched a show that I was so into or trying to be into. I, I guess that's a better word to be. I finished it quick. Yeah, I finished it quick. I've never watched a show that I've been trying to get into or forcing myself to watch that has been so flat. Flat is the easiest word that I can say to explain this show. There were so many Futurama-esque jokes that could have happened, and they were just... They were like these half-assed Futurama jokes. They're like, hey, here's a joke. Sorta. Sorta. Yeah, that's... Yeah, it was yeah, a lot of sorta jokes. So they, there are points in the show that you know they're trying to be funny, and it just doesn't work. And this is... Okay, let me, let's, let's like back up a little bit. So this is a show that takes place in a kind of this weird Shrek-like um, fantasy world called Dreamland. And it's about a girl named Bean, uh, which is a princess, and she has a elf friend named Elfo, and she has a demon that some reason follows her that we don't really find out. She's this cursed. Season. They haven't She's told cursed, us anything yet. Yeah. Uh, named Lucy, which is also uh, voiced by uh, Eric John, uh, uh, Andre. Eric Andre. Yeah, uh, which is kind of funny. There's but... there's a lot of funny yeah, people. Yeah. There's a lot of good people attached to this. Anybody watch Futurama or uh, uh, or Simpsons, you know these voices. And also, the the main character voices, the uh, Bean is the, one of the girls from Bro- uh, Broad City. 
who's it, well, it's a, a Comedy Central show. It's okay. high. It's you know a lot of people really like it. It's very it's a very funny show. Um, and then there's the guy that's doing Elfo, who is in tons of Adam Sandler movies or or Broken Lizard movies. Uh, uh Nat Faxon. Yeah, he's in he's in a ton of stuff. Yeah, he if is. you've seen yeah. him, he's got jacked up teeth. He's in everything. He's actually a very funny person. He's in Beer Fest. If that helps. Okay. You. Yeah, yeah, it does. He's help. one of the German guys uh, in Beer Fest. Elfo. Is awesome. Used incorrectly in a lot, a lot of the series. Just like all the other characters, Beans used a lot incorrectly in a lot of the series. Uh, Lucy, which is the demon, is used incorrectly in a lot of the series. I will say the first episode, which is long for some reason, it's like forty minutes long. It's like twenty minutes longer than all the other episodes, which they didn't really start to set up all the characters. There's no gradual introduction to all the characters. All the characters are introduced in number one. Episode number one. And in all the middle episodes, it's just them doing nothing. Nothing happens for most of the show. I think they were trying to show. forge relationships, but I mean, like, they just, the they're all they outcasts, fo- you know? All they did forge was that they all like to get drunk and high together, and none of that helped the storyline, and none of it. Every episode starts off with in a bar room, or coming home from her drinking. Again, never helps any storyline. If that like was one of the story plots other than her just being the weird outcast daughter which is barely told well it's off-putting for the main character like it's not a character building at all first episode and then everything in the middle is the last three episodes when they actually go on a journey and i don't want to we're gonna we're not gonna spoil anything until a little closer to the end of the podcast but the last three episodes is to show that i want it I was wanting more Futurama-esque type jokes. I wanted more Simpsons-type jokes because there were some things that were happening. There were some funny funny situations that just, eh. Like, the problem was is Simpsons and Futurama mimicked each other because they had your main character who you cared about, Homer and uh, Fry, Fry, were both idiot drunks, right? And then you have all of their people that helped them, you know, throughout their show. So here we have Bean, who is a drunk, but she's not really an idiot. She's more like a lazy sack, mm-hmm. you know? It's like a person that's just rebel Because they don't really hint. They hint at her age. They don't really say what her age is, but she's like a teenager? Kind of. So, like, if you're going in medi- medieval times, she could be She could be 16, 15, yeah. I don't know. But realistically, you know, she's maybe 19, if we're thinking logically of you know, this day and age, but that doesn't make any sense. I mean, she can do whatever. I mean, there was some show, like, there are things that are introduced in this show that are never explained, like the the people that are watching her. So Lucy is the demon that gets cursed on being... By this group, and then... That watch her through a crystal ball type thing that... Yet the demon, like, likes her. Yeah, likes her and helps her out. Yeah, for a demon, he's very helpful. So Elfo and Lucy get introduced as sidekicks to being in the show. If you're going to introduce main characters, you have to character build for us to care about these characters. Zero character build. Zero. Completely. Other than in the last three episodes. I, you know what? I didn't like how they would introduce things. See, Futurama did that with, uh, you know, like, they did it subtly. Because you didn't realize Nibbler was under the table in the first episode. in the first episode even though he was there and he was you could there. clearly see and him three when you go back seasons later they're like yeah. oh yeah and you're like what what the whole time they were planning that but this time they just straight up just said hey here's these things these reveals and you're like what yeah why 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 are why are these things happening and then they end 
the first season and you're like, the hell? And they introduced your last three episodes you liked so much that didn't seem to carry on anything they were talking about Before. of what you thought the antagonist yeah. was going to be. You thought it would be these people watching the crystal ball. And then it's something completely different. You're like, what the hell? Why would you end it here? And we'll, so move annoyed. In, we'll move into some spoiler section. So if you haven't watched the last three episodes, we're going to go ahead and talk spoiler about Spoiler alert! So Bean's mom was killed. She was turned to stone. Well, she was killed, and there was a statue that her she went and cried in front of all the time and talked to her mother. Ends up being that statue is really her mother that got turned to stone. And the, the thing is, throughout the show, you'll watch the king trying to harvest elf blood to find Im- immortality or a secret of life or some, whatever he described it as. Yeah. But they all thought it was for him. But this is your big reveal. It wasn't for him. It was to bring back the wife he truly loved, even though he's remarried to this other... Um, Which are characters in the cartoon, his wife, his new wife, and his new son. I forget their characters in the show sometimes. Yeah. Like every once in a while, they'll show up and be like, oh, yeah, that's his wife. And that's she's his like son. A snake. Snake thing. Lizard. So they, fish. That's, not, that's a completely side story. But they end up going there, I think, on uh, episode seven or something like that. Yeah. And the fallout from them going there is supposed to be war. Mm-hmm. It's never touched. Like, they leave that place. And, like, even the wife, which was mad or trying to also get murdered by her own people, they leave that and nothing. It's supposed to be an ongoing storyline. Nothing ever comes from it. Again, maybe in the second season, obviously, they might do something. But nothing ever happens. Yeah, it w- it wasn't as well thought out as you would expect someone that wrote Futurama. Yeah. And so, anyway, the mother of Bean comes back from some kind of elf blood concoction. Broke my heart. Broke your heart? Yeah, it was like, she she's like, she could bring back one or two people. Yeah, yeah. Elf... Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right, that's right, yeah. Uh, uh, Elfo is dead at this time. Elfo is dead. And she had to choose between bringing her mother back and Elfo. And I'll go ahead and say, I love the Elfo character. Elfo in the first season, I mean, the uh, first episode, first few episodes, has some great line. So, Elfo... Uh, at the beginning of the season, he's in this elf land. I can't remember the name of it. Um, but the first thing he runs into is uh, dwarves and giants fighting each other. And he stops somebody and goes, what's going on? He's like, oh, we're at war. And so everybody's killing each other and everybody's dead. And he, Elfo is still standing there and he goes, I like war. I wouldn't want to have it every day, but it's good right now. And he walks off from it. Part of his charm is that he has that kind of like I'm an idiot. Naive. Fish yeah, out yeah, of water yeah, yeah. type of thing, which is which is fun and and something the, I wish they would have built more on, more on because it was barely touched upon. It were, it was there was points when he was saying things that I'm like, all right, that's really smart, that's really clever, that's really funny. I wish they would have built more on him not understanding the danger that he's constantly in, other than going along with things and going, oh, like let's go get high, let's go get drunk. They literally got high for no reason in one of the episodes. But that's how they did the hookup, so they have that situation. The sexual tension between Elfo and Bean. But that was funny. That was the kind of funny part, which is in your last two episodes. And he's like, well, I'm totally fine with it if you're fine with it. I mean, I'm not trying to think anything about it, unless you are thinking anything about it. So this is really a show. I I do like it. I I don't hate it. I, I really don't. I think the second scene can be really good after they establish all the characters that they did in this season. And if they build from there, and they already done every all the build up work, the next season can be really, really good. I was pretty underwhelmed. I mean, like the 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 final scene where the the mom came back, and you find out she's the 
the actual the big bad the actual antagonist of this entire season which you're like what the what the hell where did that come from because it doesn't come up until the last three episodes yeah and you're like this makes no sense and she's a villain and she's able to turn everybody into stone yeah that's never really explained so she the only reason she ever got turned into stone is because she was trying to kill her husband the king right and she accidentally drank the wrong poison and she got turned into stone instead of the king and then I think he he ends up getting turned into stone in the last episode anyway. No, so. he, he he broke free. Did he get broke yeah. free? Yeah, I don't even remember. No, he 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 was he was fine. Okay. Oh yeah, he was the only one. Yeah, yeah he's the only one. Yeah, that's right. That's right. As a show that is coming from possibly my favorite TV show, this is disappointing to follow that. Super disappointing. I want more. I want to see where it goes. I like animation anyway, so I, I do like... Especially animation aimed towards adults. Yeah. I like the fantasy aspect of it. I like all that. I like the character designs. I even like the characters that are in it. Sort of. Sort of. I need more of a reason to watch the show in the future. We, we know for a fact that we're getting season two, so I need to know... This, season two has to be better. This doesn't feel like an episode-per-episode episode show. This needs to follow the more Voltron thing, where they if they do an episode, it's like, oh, we need a break after because they've been doing a lot of this other stuff. This is no, this is serial. This is a serial show. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. It can't be like Futurama, which was just kind of independent episodes yeah. that ended up working out as a series. Yeah. I mean, but that's because of they the said development. they wanted they wanted this show to be a serial. They wanted this to follow a storyline. But the it, problem it was that there was, the middle there was five of five episodes yeah. where it did nothing. Nothing. And really, and when I and if you haven't seen the show, I'm not joking. The middle episodes, they don't do anything. There's a whole episode about Elfo. Making up a, a girlfriend, and then they'd pulling a Leela, uh, Snoo Snoo girl from Futurama into the show for no reason, and it doesn't go anywhere. So like, it's not a carry on; it's just an episode in the middle, and that would be fine if they established that's how the show is going to be. But there's an ongoing storyline, and a bunch of the episodes don't make any sense. It doesn't help anything. It doesn't move the story any forward. So. Season two, I need some. We establish the characters. We establish how everything needs to be. Do give me the journey that the last three episodes had. I, I want more of that. Yeah, I mean, it, I guess maybe we're we're not being fair about it. I I've talked to other people. They also feel the same way. They felt like it's very underwhelming or what. But maybe they're in the same position we are, where we have hold. Futurama in such high esteem, especially the first season of Futurama, which is entertaining yeah. as hell. Yeah. I mean, the whole season is great. Futurama didn't start puttering out till near the end, and it was still okay. Ah, uh, doing it like and then who, what? Whatever day of the week you talk to me, the, the last season of Futurama I find awesome. So yeah, um, yeah. But it, you know what I'm saying? It putters out. Yeah. First, before when it got canceled the first time, you're like that series as a whole is amazing. It's sitting on my shelf right behind us. I love the first era. Yeah. Of Futuramas. So you you can look at it and be like, this was canceled way too soon. And it was. And then they have this whatever happens. But I mean, like you look at that and you look at the first season. We have such high things in our mind that this show should have been. And the first season is so lackluster and boring and kind of like, yet somehow, yet you're right. Somehow I watched it and I wanted to watch it because maybe it was like this perverse thing that I was thinking, maybe it'll get better. Maybe I'll see something I'll like. Why is this weird? Maybe I'm maybe I'm the problem. Why can't I? Maybe I should go back and watch I did watch drama a few, again. I did watch a few episodes and go. It's like, am I just not getting it? You know? Yeah, and I felt the same way. I was like, am, am I missing something or like, is it funny and I'm it's just going over my head? 
Well, it's not going over your head if you're you're listening and you watch the show. So yeah, that's our thoughts on disenchantment. On Meh. 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 Flat. We're, hope, we're hoping. I'm gonna stay with the word flat. We're hoping for something for better with season two. Well, hopefully they find a stride and correct some stuff. Um, I'm sure so many people have probably said something about this on Twitter and other social media aspects that they're hearing it and maybe they'll be fixing the things that couldn't make this better. So uh, hopefully in the future, this is uh, who's the better direction. So we're going to go ahead and start closing out the show. Uh, go follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Yeah, we got that. Yeah. I barely ever post there, but go, go do that. Go follow the other podcasts in the network. Future Flicks with Billiam and Nurses Square Circle. Five stars on iTunes. All around the board. Every one of the board. shows. Uh, all the shows. If you listen to one show, you don't listen to the other one. Go leave the other shows uh, a review anyway. You listen to this show, which there is a lot of y'all. Cause we just got our numbers back for the last few podcasts. I know there's a lot of people that listen to this show. I need that many people, if you're listening to my voice right now, to go leave us a review. I don't even care what it is at this moment. I don't. Even, I'm not even begging for five stars. Just go leave us a review. Honest review. I feel like you're just opening I'm up just a world of trouble. I'm just asking for trouble. I'm just asking for trouble. I know. I think that's dumb. Uh, go leave us a review. Leave us a comment on our website, which is somewhatnerdy.com. Uh, we will be back in two weeks. I think we're going to do... I think we've been hitting about it for the past few podcasts. We're going to do a commercial podcast. Yep. Uh, we're going to talk about classic our commercials. top 10 commercials. I think that's how we're going to do our format. Top from, 10 commercials. From 80s and 90s. Yeah, yeah, obviously. Uh, we might throw some modern stuff in there. I don't know yet. Uh, but our top 10 commercials, and uh, we'll be back in two weeks with that. The following podcast path, that is going to be, we're finally going to do our Supernatural episode. Yes. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, early Supernatural for the first story arc. Yeah, we're, go- we're, we're trying to break it up into sagas. So so first two seasons, that would be the first thing in uh, October. And then uh, for our Halloween special, we're going to do our second annual 13 Nights of Halloween. And I got a list going. Got a list. We got another uh, movie marathon for y'all. I know a lot of people last year did their movie marathon night by night. Which really? Which is kind of cool. So we're going to do that again. Hopefully we'll have another good list for you. Sweet. And uh, so we will see you again in two weeks. We have been your host. I am Snarf Chris. I'm Critter. And uh, good journey, Newt. Good journey. Good journey.